Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. We talked about Redfin and their report that January housing demand was up 14%. That got me thinking, I want to talk to you. Lots of real estate agents, lots of investors watch this channel. So I want to hear from you. Leave comments below. Have you seen an uptick in demand? So from my position, just a couple of weeks in, talking to maybe a dozen real estate agents, it clearly seems that open houses have more traffic, more office on affordable product is happening, and inventory appears to be super tight below the median price. That said, luxury, no good, no bueno, bad. Luxury is still a problem. Inventory is still growing. Inventory, cancellation, days on market. We really seem to be having a bifurcated market, which is exactly what I told you what happened. So I would love to hear from you. I'm specifically interested in below the median homes. Have you seen an increased demand? Yes or no? Leave comments below. I would love to hear from you. We have three important economics metrics this week. We will talk about all three, retail sales, PPI, and we will even have a guess for uh, existing home sales that comes out Friday. We will do another giveaway for whoever is closest on the actual number. Uh, let's talk about the 2008 versus the 2023 slash 24 recession. Are they the same? Are they different? What might be coming our way and what could we learn from 2008? I want to share an article or at least some points from a self-made millionaire who retired at 35. They kind of had three takeaways from the article. Again, shout out CNBC Make It uh, series. I read that stuff a lot. It's kind of gives me encouragement and lets me know what's possible. And then finally, we will highlight BlackRock. What does BlackRock have to say about what is going on with the economy, the Fed, and everything else? So let's get into it. Retail sales, PPI, existing home sales. Retail sales. Just so you know, retail sales are expected to be down, down negative 0.4%. That is after last month being down negative 2%. So clearly what retail sales is showing is that the customer, the economy is retreating either because of fear or because of lack of money, right? We have spent our savings or a large percentage of it. So retail sales. If it comes in at negative 0.4 or worse, right, more negative, it will be a sign that the Fed is winning, which is something I've been sharing for the last eight weeks or so. They are starting to stack up wins, right? In CPI last week, we'll talk about PPI in a minute. But again, retail sales negative 0.4. If it surprises to the upside, and let's just say is even, not negative, even, no positive, just even, zero. 
that will be a sign that the Fed has more work to do. Over to PPI, producer price index, right? Last week we got CPI. Everything was good. All of the exports nailed month on month, year on year, headline core. They ran the boat. Uh, PPI is now expected to be negative 0.1. Last month was positive 0.3. So what we are hoping for in PPI is, again, validation that the Fed is winning. I actually think it's going to be more negative than 0.1. I think it might surprise like negative 0.3, right? I think it's really going that direction. And then finally, existing home sales. This is probably the biggest number on this channel, right? This channel called for sub 4 million home sales nine months ago. And I believe this report this Friday is the day we get it. Just to remind you, last month we got close, 4.09 million. The experts are calling 3.95 million. I am calling 3.87 million. And the other thing I will say is I think this is the bottom. I said it. I said it. The housing crash in transactions is over. I'm not calling for a huge rebound. If you know my 12 predictions for real estate in 2023, I think we get all the way back up to 4.3 million. But yes, I am calling it right here, right now, Friday, whatever that is, January, I don't know, is that January 20th, 19th, whatever it is. That is the day, I guess it's January 20th. That is the day we will bottom in existing home sales. The housing crash is over and we will just bounce around the bottom. We could be at the bottom all year. The bottom is plus or minus 5% of roughly roughly 4 million. That's where the bottom is. And we may be there for years, but as of right now, I am talking about 2023. So if you want to guess with me and get your chance to get one of those nailed it t-shirts, take a guess, leave your existing home sales, but do me a favor, if you're watching live, you actually have to wait till it's over because I will go back to the comments and I can't see the lives uh, here. Uh, hey, Rylas, how are you, man? Hope all is well. I can't see the comments from where I'm currently standing. So do me a favor, leave the comments uh, below after this is over, right, with your call. Let's talk about January demand. I am serious. I want to hear from you, especially real estate agents, brokers, investors. I am hearing that demand is up. I'm not calling offers. I'm not saying prices. I'm not saying any of that. I'm simply saying open houses are clearly more busy and inventory price below the median appears to be getting more action. Could this be first time home buyers realizing they have some power? Could this be the fact that rates are down? Again, one of my 12 calls for 2023 is rates will average under six. People laughed at me. Folks, we're almost there. We could be there this week or this month. So again, I think I think I think six percent. We heard from Adrian. We heard from Ty. We heard from uh, Beth. Six percent is when buyers retreated. I think we're going to be under six percent pretty soon. So tell me about January demand. I'd love to hear it. 2008 verse 2023. Having gone through the wasteland of housing that was the 08 Great Recession. 
where you could go through entire housing communities and see boarded out homes, brown lawns, total, total destruction, builders going bankrupt left and right, people getting foreclosed on. It was horrible, 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 horrible. 2008 was clearly a housing-led recession with the extra caveat of horrible leverage in the financial system. 2023, in my opinion, and you've heard me say it, but I'll say it again, will be a rolling recession. It will likely be shallower and longer than average. I think we will see different industries come into it. For example, mortgage and real estate agents felt it. I believe car manufacturers, motorcycles, RVs, watches, anything that's luxury will feel it next. But look at airlines. Airlines are having a great time, right? United reported last week. I think American reports this week. Will hotels do okay? Right? So I think it's going to be a very different rolling recession. The other thing that is very different, and and people don't really appreciate this, is 50% of mortgages originated in the last crisis were adjustable. Not only adjustable, but upwards of 23% of the mortgages were of the most toxic and epic disaster called pick a payment or neg am loans. Those loans, as Michael Burry said, were predictable. You could predict when they were going to explode. When your interest rate goes from 2% to 9%, you are going to stop paying. We do not have that crisis today. The other thing that is very, very different, and I believe I'm the only person talking about it, is in the last crisis, and you could go look at the free 52-year spreadsheet, which I've talked about and give away in my free course, transactions never went under roughly 6 million. I have told you repeatedly and was the first and one of the only to call the housing crash in transactions before anybody else. I called sub 4 million and I believe we will get it this Friday. Very different. That is why I think housing pulls us into a recession. Think about that. Two and a half million transactions not happening. New home sales cut in half. All of these things just lead to, you know, housing is 13% of GDP. It's going to be rough, but we will build from here. I believe Friday is the bottom in existing home sales transactions. What else do we got? Oh, let's talk about the self-made millionaire. I think I wrote his name down. Yes, I did. Steve Adhock. Uh, he's a retired fire follower, right? Financial independence, retire early. He retired in 2016. At the age of 35, he had acquired a stock portfolio worth of about 800 grand, which subsequently went over a million dollars shortly after retirement. I think his three rules are interesting. One, switch jobs often. How many times have you and I talked about, hey, if you really want to raise, if you want to raise above inflation, real versus nominal, change employers. Steve changed jobs five times in his career. He got a 15 to 20% uh, raise each time. Think about that. If we do simple math and say he got a 20% raise each time, his salary doubled because he changed jobs. That is pretty powerful stuff. 
Number two, say yes more than you say no. Now, he is specifically talking about opportunities by his employer. Take on new projects. Take on new skills. Get trained up in new areas. When you are young, and he's talking about being in your 20s, say yes. You can risk. You can bust your butt. You can. You have no responsibilities or at least very few responsibilities. Go for it. And then lastly, he is obviously a stock investor. His example is maximize retirement savings, Roth IRA, 401k, company match, all of those things. Again, use what you would like. And then finally, let's talk about BlackRock. BlackRock, to my knowledge, at least in the last month or so, is one of the first financial organizations that is going against the grain. What does that mean? Well, if you look at Wall Street, I would argue that Wall Street is still talking about and banking on a Fed pivot. If you look at the bond market, the bond market is saying the Fed's going to cut by a point, point and a half this year. BlackRock, to my knowledge, is the first big institution that is saying the stock market and bond market are wrong. The Fed won't pivot. And if you believe the Fed won't pivot, you make different investing decisions. You know my opinion. Thankfully, I've been calling it for months and I haven't changed. I almost changed, but I didn't. We are going to get a 25 basis point increase on February 1st, followed by a 25 basis point increase March 14th. And then the Fed will be on hold all year. So let's see what's going to happen. Folks, have an amazing day. Again, please, two things. One, if you want to play guess uh, existing home sales for Friday, leave, a, uh, leave your guess below. The closest to it, the first person closest to it uh, will get a nailed it t-shirt. And second, please let me know about your housing market. I am interested that Redfin uh, is saying that demand appears to be up at open houses and the like. What is happening in your area? I would love to hear. Like, subscribe, comment. We are almost at 41,500 on our way to 50,000, on our way to a party in Vegas. Come join the fun. Like, subscribe, comment. Share these with your friends. Ask them to join and subscribe. Bye-bye.